This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today, I'm going to be talking about blessings beyond number. Whether you have children or not, it is vital for you to know their importance, what God thinks of them, and how He has asked us to treat them. Today, we're going to be talking about children. The Lord has given us a great gift, not only in the ability to procreate, but also the privilege to enjoy and raise children. From conception to pregnancy and birth, this is seemingly a miracle when we hold this completely dependent bundle of life in our hands for the first time. Their need for support is complete, and we are given a gift of God's love that will last a lifetime, empowering us to live out our sobering responsibility. We join God in assisting Him to bring them to maturity. Many today see this as a burden or hardship, derailing their life and their personal plans. For those who have such an attitude, they will miss the blessing of children. Now, there will be hard times, no doubt. After fathering three, I can assure you there will be tough times, trouble, testing, heartache. Yet God has given us the privilege of parenting, teaching, and enjoying these little ones. Because of their great vulnerability, God has focused His attention on them. Listen to Jesus' words in Luke 17. And He said to His disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come. But woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Matthew 19.13 says, Then children were brought to Jesus that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. The situation here is that adults are missing the importance of children and not understanding their worth in God's eyes. It is easy to reduce the children's worth because they cannot communicate about the troubles or demands of life. Therefore, It is not difficult to set them aside in demanding times. But even in demanding times, we are to understand their importance and dependence upon us. Both parents bear the God-given responsibility to raise their children and are given ability and love to accomplish their task. This is a giant responsibility and should be taken seriously. Jesus gives us a sober reminder of the pitfalls of not taking this task seriously. A millstone tied around my neck and thrown into the sea. What a picture. This is serious business. Yet, wrath doesn't have to be our motivator. Love does the job so much better. I remember when my firstborn had arrived, right there in the hospital, Both my wife and I were flooded with the presence of God. I had several encounters with God previously, and I knew His distinct visitation. Overwhelmed with His presence and emotion, I really didn't know what He was doing. 
But through the years, I realized a gift of love was poured out upon both of us for the children that we would enjoy and raise. To this day, even as empty nesters, the love is still full and active. Children are expensive, especially as they grow. The expenses seem to multiply. Raising kiddos takes energy, patience, and time to help and instruct. Remember that they are born with Adam and Eve's rebellious nature, and though they are beautiful and needy, they require direction and guidance. There will be joy, love, trials, pressure, sleepless nights, fear, and every emotion you can imagine. I say this so you understand. I know it's not easy. It has been one of the hardest things I've experienced. Yet, God desires children and lots of them. Both Adam and Eve and Noah were commanded to fill the earth with people. The first promise God gave to Abraham was that he would make Abraham a great nation. In another session with God, Abraham was promised that his descendants would be as the dust of the earth and as the sand on a seashore. Again and again, God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that they would father many people. This is God's design. People are at the forefront of what God is doing. He loves people and wants lots of them, and they come by way of children. Satan, in rebellion to every plan of God, has come to steal, kill, and destroy, and his main target are those created in God's image. That means you and me and our children. As soon as Satan gained authority over man, he started his killing spree. Even before birth, he was out to kill, steal, and destroy anything that God had designed. There is a cosmic battle that rages in the spirit realm, and the main focus is people, and especially children. Satan works to kill God, in His grace, commands us to be fruitful and multiply. Children are born very impressionable. Like sponges, they absorb everything around them, especially the actions, attitudes, and words of those closest to them. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 18. Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like little children— you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I think his point is clear here. Our adult hearts are to be open and receptive to God's Spirit, just like a child's. Only parents are given that special divine love to raise children, their own children, with this love. This love will sacrifice and provide for that child beyond any other person. I know that some are given special uh, love and provisions for adopted children. Listen, our country and our world, uh, for that matter, is in a train wreck. It's slow motion and tearing itself apart because we have gone away from God's ways. Time is running out for Satan, and he has targeted our children more than ever before. The fight is on. It is real, intense, and the stakes 
are high, as they will end up with either, either heaven or hell. In today's world, I call upon every parent to be very prayerful about what your children are exposed to. Many schools are openly indoctrinating our young ones with ungodly lies seeking their destruction. It's been building for years and is now wide open deception. Listen to the reason God called Abraham in Genesis 18:19. For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. Makes sense, right? Abraham was to raise his children to do what is right and good before the Lord. As parents, we understand this, and our call is the same. We want the best for our kids, that they know God, be obedient, loving, kind, just, etc. As the Israelites were preparing to enter the promised land, and after the Lord had laid out the Ten Commandments, He promised abundant life, a spacious land that was fruitful, and plenty of children. Then, starting in Deuteronomy 6.6, Moses says, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. Did you notice the commanding language? God's message is firm. Parents have been given a wonderful yet pressing responsibility to raise their children to know and understand God and His rules. Fathers are given the duty to lead, love, and set the standards in their home. Ephesians 6 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I don't want to broach the subject of needed discipline in this podcast, but let me say this there needs to be loving discipline. Children need to know that there are consequences for rebellious behavior and reward for proper behavior. The Bible is full of direction for proper loving discipline, but the world's approach is to ensure children are raised to rebel in every area of life, allowing the sin nature to destroy them. Lastly, as our youth mature, we need to remember they have their own free will. As individuals, they have to choose God and His salvation. You cannot choose it for them. God is a gentleman and will not force anyone to obey, and even in an ideal environment, people can stray from God's best. Be encouraged. Remember, you are God's assistant. He's the one who is in charge. This has been the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, feel free to visit me at the clean soul dot o r g